Today's episode is brought to you by Zipcar. Earn $25 of free driving credit at joinzipcar.com slash usual. Zipcar is truly redefining the way people think about transportation. So give them a shot. Joinzipcar.com slash the usual and earn $25 of free driving credit. Thanks for listening. Dr. Banner, now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret, Captain. I'm always angry. Hello and welcome to episode 71 of The Usual Podcast, the podcast where we discuss Star Wars The Old Republic, the Star Wars franchise, and geek and pop culture. I'm your host, Marshall, and with me is my co-host, Will. What's up, buddy? What up, everybody? And we're just sitting here enjoying our usual frosty beverage. Uh, what do you got, dude? Well, I'm drinking a Apocalypse 10 uh, IPA from... No, it's from... It's <laughs> it's 10 Barrel Brewing Company. Oh. I, I was gonna about to congratulate you until you messed with the brewing company. I was going to congratulate you because you I actually are drinking an IPA with me. I am. Uh, and it actually wasn't too hoppy. It wasn't a hoppy mess. It was just a hoppy oh, it's pretty disheveling. Hoppy. Oh, yeah, I like that. <laughs> oh my god, we're back. We are back. <laughs> what a week. <laughs> it's been a week, my friend. I feel like I'm still catching up on on all the things. Sleep I, and yeah, no, sanity it, and <laughs> sanity's long gone, my friend. Yeah, no man, I hear you. Um it is uh it was a great trip though. Oh, we had, we yeah. had a really good week. So well, so really quick before we I mean yeah. we're gonna we're definitely gonna be doing con- convention stuff later sure. and everything and I don't wanna go off on a tangent too early. But we don't we don't go on tangents. What are what is tangents? <laughs> we're not math. It's actually a local store called we're, tangents. We're not, we're not math majors. <laughs> In, anyways, um, no, we are. Um, we finished our first con that had hotel and airport airplane accommodations. Yeah. What, what do you think? I'm I'm in. <laughs> Can't go back now. I know. Right? It was a crappy hotel, but it was better than uh, everything we've done before. Are, are are you putting my RV down? Yeah, that's that's part of what we've done before. Look, man. <laughs> oh no, it's a crap. It, no. <laughs> it's not the RV. It's, it's it's Bessie. It's the fact that driving from here to there oh, for yeah. me. Oh God, it's a pain. The years I've done it, I've met you halfway. You've never done that whole trip. No, I've only had to do about seven hours. It's of fourteen hours. Yeah, it's stupid how far it is. So I'm all about a four hour drive to an airport, getting on a plane. Hour and a half, I'm there. Yeah. Done. You know? So, um, no, it was... Oh, and we yeah. used uh, Uber and Lyft for the first time. And it worked out very well. Yes, I had used Lyft before um, with a buddy, but it was... Uh, it makes things easier, and it's like at least half as cheap as... a uh, Cab. Half as expensive as cab. So, yeah, it was good, man. Cool. So, okay, you know, just tangent. All right. No, but we're going to tangent later. We're going to talk all about this stuff. But, yeah, uh, we're going to be intertwining Celebration and Comic-Con into this show... Uh, episode 70 was our passionately usual Carillion Trap Cantina with nice. all our friends. First I got try. it right, right? Um, it, it was a blast. So that show went up at the, as, as of this recording yesterday. Um, and I'm just going to say this in the top of the show before I forget. I'm going off the grid in a few days. 
Yes, you are. I'm hoping to get this show out and the other and the un the Universal Usual we're going to record uh, tomorrow. Just because there was a ton of yeah. news for Universal Usual at Com Comic Con too. Right, and so my goal is to get those shows out before I leave the grid, and then we'll do some more when we come back. So if it seems like a lot of shows in a short amount of time, it kind of is. But also we were behind on episode 69, so I put that out when we got back. 70 went out <laughs> yesterday. I know you're silly. Anyway. So little housekeeping stuff. Uh, all that stuff will be kind of coming down pretty quickly, but we have a lot to cover. So yes, we do. All right. So before we get started, if you have comments or questions, you can find us at theusualpodcast.com. Email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com. And we are on Facebook, Google Plus, Pinterest, Instagram, and Sotor Network. I am at Darth Pops on Twitter and Will is at I'm Will Griggs. iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play. We've been stuck on those things. It would really be nice to get some more. What do you mean? Uh, likes? No. What do you call them? No, our Facebook likes are going up. No, Facebook likes are great. Um, I'm more concerned about the iTunes stuff only because, right. you know, it I like this more featuring. Yeah. And I like to, you know, somehow move up in the ranks of the zillion of other podcasts that are out there. So, um, so take the time, give us a, um, you know, positive rating on those things and share us on any social media. See us on. We're on all those. Recommend us to your friends. Yeah. Please do that. And we do have timestamps in the show notes. Uh, Swotor will not take too long this week. Um, so you can skip past that if you're not into Star Wars The Old Republic, but we're going to spend a couple minutes talking about our Cantina event and then get into some news. So anything else before we get into the meat of this, dude? Uh, oh, well, talking about really quick, talking about likes. Um, yep. We, we at Babylon, we met a really nice couple, Jeff mm -hmm. and Jenny. Shout out to them. Cool. Um, and seriously, like right away, uh, they started liking our social media and yep. Jeff already listened to the first show. Well, not the first show, thank God. But oh God, <laughs> I'm so glad he said he listened to the latest the show, latest not the first show. show. I was the like, most show. <laughs> that first show is brutal. Um, but we um, hopefully made it into his rotation. Yeah, man, and um, that's one of the things we met a bunch of people there. Um, some new people and some, uh, yeah, people we've met before, like Jesse and all those guys. So right. it is. Um, that's one of the reasons I love San Diego Comic Con. So we will get more to that later. So let's get to Star Wars: The Old Republic. Word. You want to fight? I'm ready. You do not have to stand against me. Instead, I will share all of this with you if you will only kneel. Yes. Okay. So, weren't you proud of me that at the oh, cantina God. event, I did not do the X-rated miming that goes along with that sentence? Had you had you done that? In front of Darren DePaul. Darren DePaul, who was the voice of Alcorion, who, by the way, we got to interview in episode 70 at our cantina, and it was amazing. And who I got to hang out for two hours with on Thursday. Yeah, it was funny. I had a decision to make. I saw him on the street. He called me over. He's like, hey, hey, hey. And so we chatted for about 15 minutes on the street. We were going different directions. And I'm like, oh, yeah, Will's in line for the uh, for the offset event, too. If, if that's where your head is, you know, say hi to him. And I was like, I should go back. But I was headed to Indigo Ballroom because I had badges to um, the con and I was trying to get into the Geek and Sundry panel and the Nerdist panel after that, which were great panels. But at the same time, I would have liked to hang out with Darren DePaul for a couple hours. But thankfully, he came to our Cantina event yes, and uh, we hung out with him for quite a while. So it was great. Yeah, he's a great guy. Yeah. And thank you for not doing that, by the way. Um, so community shout outs. Uh, let's just give um, a rundown of the folks who did show up to the cantina. Yes. Um, and just say thanks for everybody who who showed up. You'll hear all their amazing voices on episode 70. Plus, 
we have um, uh, Master Lou actually periscoped the cantina. So yes, if you want to see actually see our faces, um, I have a thought. yeah, I have a link in the show notes to his periscope. It's right in the uh, first paragraph description of the of the um, of the episode. Perfect. So definitely check that out. Um, so big shout out to obviously Jesse, Master Lou. Uh, we met up with Chinook. Even he didn't come to the event, but I want to give him a shout out too. We met up with him the next day. Um, we had, of course, Redna, who we met for the first time in real life, and Heather from Curly and Run Radio was there as well. We also had who Steve, Matt, and Ray. Ray. Uh, and we just heard from Devin today, who was supposed to make it. Right. And yeah. I remember us seeing him on the RSVP, like, oh, but where is he? Yeah, it's, 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 the whole the whole uh, thing, I was like, where's Darren? Devin? Devin, where's Devin? Where's Devin? Where's Devin? And so, it turns out he had, uh, you know, uh, issues. His wife got a fork later or whatever, and so he couldn't make it. Down. Yeah. And that's too bad. But next next year... Um, oh, yeah, it'll, I think this thing will get bigger. We had an absolute blast, and it's really apparent on that recording that how much fun we were having. Oh so. yeah, absolutely. Anyway, man, so thank you, um, everybody. You know, Soul Tour Escape Podcast and Bad Feeling Podcast for shouting us out and playing our bumpers. Yeah, <laughs> see what I said in there. Uh, promos. <laughs> Thanks for playing our promos leading up to the event. We really appreciate it, guys. And hopefully we can get more and more folks. I know John Skeen, who helped us get there, actually plans on coming down next year as well. Awesome. So I'm, I love this community and I, and I want to see that event grow, but stay intimate and awesome. You yes. know what I'm saying? So I love passing the mic around and talking to everybody. So that was a lot, it's of, a lot fun. of fun. Um, all right, man. So let's get into the news. There's, um, we basically recorded right before. The big reveals at Star Wars Celebration. Pretty much nothing. <laughs> Except. Except. Obviously, we got an announcement of. Oh, no. I'm talking about SWOTOR, dude. Oh, sorry. We're in SWOTOR. I'm out of, I'm out of the loop. Focus. <laughs> sorry. All right. So anyway, um, they did do, I'll open this up so you can see it. A SWOTOR five years, uh, thing on the website, which actually is kind of cool. Um, they played a trailer, which I'll play right now really quickly. So that's what they played at Star Wars Celebration. Yeah, now they wanted me to get it, get it on play right now, right? And what's interesting? Well, obviously you're going to get flack from the community for everything, but the main, obviously, who is that? That trailer is for who? <laughs> if you're playing it at Star Wars Celebration, who's that trailer for? Star Wars fans. Star Wars fans who probably have maybe no idea that this game exists or that it has so much to offer. So obviously, veteran fans, those people who have been around for five years. We know that at the end is what we're waiting for, Knights of the Eternal Throne, which of course we all predicted what was that was the new expansion was going to be called. Right. And that's what we got. So but that's really all we got. We got that last teaser, teaser image and the title. And that's pretty much the expansion. Thoughts? You know, I'm I'm easy. I'm still okay with it. <laughs> and that's us, dude. Like, I'm not, I knew there wasn't going to be some big giant thing. This is the same video. Um, I knew there wasn't going to be some big old giant reveal, although it would have been nice to get one. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I think people were expecting more, obviously, as they always do, but that is what it is. So, um, James Olin also, I, I have a link in the show notes to this interview. I got through a, a chunk of it. Actually, I sent this to you, actually. This was on comicbook.com. They, uh, interview james olin about the uh next expansion he doesn't say a thing <laughs> that's the uh that's the sort of way yeah i mean 
honestly, dude, he he says he says nothing. He he's very good at saying. How many times does he say the word soon? I mean, it's like, but okay, so it says just an example says it has some of the some of the same characters, a lot of new characters. Olin promised. What? That's nothing. That says nothing. And I think that's what people are getting frustrated about. We're we're making the story more epic and the choice more impactful than we had in the past. That seemed to be the thing people are latching onto. Um, a lot of great co-op and multiplayer challenges, including the Eternal Throne. That's something else people are upset about. Well, back and forth about what does co-op mean? Does that mean we're getting group content? He also kind of goes on to say, like, this is we we learned a lot from Knights of the Fallen Empire. So we're going to go forward. Obviously, they're going to be working on group content in some capacity. Is it going to be everything everybody wants? Is it new ops? Of course, he doesn't say. Um, the Well, just the term, the Eternal Throne, sounds like an op to me. I I agree, man. But again, we're still waiting on Chapter 16. <laughs> That's going to come out uh, next week, week after. Um yeah, so I mean, we'll see how the we'll see how the story ends, and then uh, wait for more. I mean, this is all we got right now. So, um, other than that, there really wasn't much news from the Cantina. Dolphy has a write up. Um, again, not much there. Uh, there is a Cantina code, and I haven't redeemed this yet. But if you haven't done it, um, if you're listening to this, you probably have because this is actually a little bit of old news. Yeah, I, re- um, I redeemed it as soon as it went up on Twitter. Yeah, and I and I haven't done it yet. Just to throw it out there, it's Celebration Cantina 16. If you want the Cantina speeder, um, I like the speeder. Yeah, no, I saw pictures of it. I thought it looks cool. I just haven't. I haven't even logged in yet. Notice yeah. we haven't done. A, notice we didn't do a weekend game, right? Yeah, <laughs> you know, I will really quick. I will go back and say that I, I can totally understand why there isn't any footage in that five year celebration trailer because they still haven't. Yeah, still working 16. on it. Yeah. Well, no, regardless of... Oh, I, mean, I see if, what you're saying. Even yeah. if it's completely finished, they haven't released episode 16 yet. They're not going to release any footage that might spoil the story that they still haven't re- released yet. Agreed. No, and that's that's a really good point, dude. They're not going to do that. No. I mean, and it makes sense. So here we are, kind of in limbo, waiting for 16, announcement of the expansion we kind of already knew about, and of course people are like, just say what we want, and it's like... They're not going to. No. It's Bioware. We've known them for five years. <laughs> Some of us longer. Yeah, we played know, other right? Bioware games. So. Yep. Anyway, so there is a Q&A on group content um, up, and I think this was pulled from Dolphy, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I didn't read through this yet, but some other podcasts have nutshelled it. There's there's, there's really not much here. Um, no, you know what? I'm not going to go through this because, again, this is uh, – yeah, so this is like somebody talking to a dev on the floor – um, and some answers were obviously paraphrased and sent in by other people. So I don't know how reliable it is, so I'm not going to go into it, but, um, it's a lot of the sim. I read through some of it. It's a lot of the similar answers we always get right. uh, during those events anyway. So it's in the works soon. Yeah. 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 We learned a lot, but we're not going to say anything yet until we know for sure. And all that kind of stuff. Um, so we did get a battle of Odessin chapter 16 teaser. Sweet. So, I don't think we've seen this yet. Have we? Have you seen this? I have this? not. Okay, let's check it out. Oh, that's sick. Okay. Two things. Okay. One, that was epic. Right. Two, after playing this game for five years, I would like to see what the voice actor who plays the voice of the Jedi male looks like. Oh, huh, yeah. We have to look up his name. You can probably find it. Because but... it's the one they always use for the trailer. Yeah, it is. Totally. We should do that. Somebody will correct it and say, it's this guy. You should know it. We don't. So, here we are. Okay. Next. <laughs> 
<laughs> so stupid. Uh, all right. There's one last thing in the depth tracker this week. Again, there was not much of anything. Um, the depth. Well, of- there was going to okay. be very little news this week, anyways, because you, you got to remember the dev team has been out at celebration. So, right. You know, come on. No, I'm I'm not mad about it. I mean, it's less for me to have to deal with. Um, so <laughs> we talked about the release date moving to August 11th to August 9th for subscribers. Um, and let's see. So there was some follow up to the 500, uh, cartel coin deal. They, those should all be distributed by now. Right. Um, uh, for people who are eligible or whatever who saw it. And then the depths of Banan has, is bugged. Um, there's an achievement for the dark versus light, uh, that is, wait, there's an, yeah, there's an issue with the depths of Manon granting credit for dark versus light achievement. Uh, depths of Manon. So they were looking into the reports as of yesterday and today they had a follow up that said the hard mode flashpoint achievement missing from the legendary achievement will be fixed with 4.7. So they're still working, um, through the other three that, uh, are planning to address them likely in 4.7.1. And we're working, uh, through how this will impact anyone who's completed tier six at that point. So we don't want to cause any negative effects on anyone's progress with any changes that we make. So they need to make sure it's right before they screw yeah, up. Yeah, and this is tier seven. <laughs> so tier six is still way out there for me. Yeah, no, I'm not even. I'm still on the works of tier two. I got through tier one. Awesome. Right? I'm pretty stoked level about 25. it. Level 25. Anyway, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm level 31 now. Thanks. Uh, yeah, no, it's pretty bad. <laughs> All right, man. So we are at our discussion topic, which is our uh, passionately usual Curly and Chop Cantina 2016. Anything else you want to say about that? I mean, I think the audio kind of speaks for itself. I just want to thank Mission Brewing Company, of course, uh, for housing us and letting us do it there. It was a great little location, although they were setting up for an event. Um, as we were recording the end of that, it was nice to have that little upstairs area kind of off to the side where we air can record air conditioned. Um, cause the downstairs is like open to the air and it was hot that day. And, but by the time we got upstairs, it was nice and cool. And they let us sit down there, uh, up there and, and kind of do whatever we wanted until I mean, we, I think we didn't wrap it up till like what? Eight, almost nine o'clock, I think, because we left to go do that thing at nine. Yeah, so it was about like 8.30. Eight, yeah, 8.30 or so. Um, You know, and letting us camp out there for four hours was really nice of them. Um, And yeah, it was, Yeah, and I, definitely, I think it worked I, out well for the audio, too. Yeah, I definitely have to give it to Mission uh, Brewery for having all the uh, retro gaming artwork upstairs. That was yeah, so cool. That was cool, too. Including, you know, it's so funny, because I just finished, uh, well, a couple weeks ago, I finished reading um Ready Player One. Right. Which is fantastic. And they kept mentioning Adventure. Because that's right. the basis of the yeah right and the game the old Atari game the adventure adventure right and for some reason I couldn't place it in my head <laughs> and they had an image of it upon I'm like right. I love playing that game yeah. it's like there's like nothing to it <laughs> no but I remember I remember <laughs> playing yeah. it. I, mean, I remember the key I remember the square I remember totally. all that stuff yeah that's awesome um cool man so as far as anything else with the cantina event we already mentioned everybody who was there. Um, the conversation. No, it was great. really cool. I like how how uh, and a, another big shout out to Lou for for periscoping it. I think yeah. we should plan that ahead next time. Definitely, and either Twitch it or or periscope. We'll it. Just have Lou periscope it. Shit. Yeah, well, again, but <laughs> he had to, but he had to carry it around. So I think we should uh, mount a, a phone totally to uh, to a pole or something. So we just get or yeah. different angles. Have two different people periscope. Yeah, that'd be cool too. Different angles. Yeah, yeah. We were, you know, just plan it ahead a little bit more in that respect. But uh, you know, we're it was our first cantina. We were learning some bugs and uh, and we almost. Didn't take the mics out and then and then we were all drinking having a good time took a couple pictures and then darren was gonna leave and i'm like yeah. i'm like oh i better do it so i said hey before you go can i just take the mics out and can record something real quick um that real quick recording turned, turned into, into about hours. almost an hour and a half yeah. uh, i mean after i cut everything it was a little less than an hour and a half 
Um, and I didn't cut much, honestly. I cut out the little beginning where everybody was doing little voices. And then I cut out when we took a, a, a break to go get beers. Right. Um, but other, other than that, I like the fact that we talked about other things besides Swotor. Um, you know, uh, Heather and Redna had actually seen, um, Star Wars, Star, War- Star Trek Beyond. I keep saying Star Wars Beyond. Um, they were talking about that. Um, we talked about Pokemon Go, and of course, that was like you can hear it. Actually, I cut out a part of the audio too. Where we were all playing Pokemon. The Go. moment I mentioned Pokemon Go, everybody takes out their phones and starts playing. And I was like, "And you take your phone out right now. I'm going to break your phone." Um, and everybody just starts playing, and I the whole thing derailed. Um, and I didn't even ask anybody if anybody wanted to host it. I was just like, "You just took it." I mean, I brought the mic, so I just figured I might as well do it. Um, I had a lot of fun doing that. Um, it was a lot of fun, and I could, you definitely it's really you definitely slipped into your element, and I could tell this is what you <laughs> you needed to be doing. I really I really like doing that. I love sitting down and talking to people, and which is why I love doing this with you every few days. Um, but anyway, man, um, it was really nice to talk to those people. It was nice having the other community members. You know, Matt. That's the second year we met up with him. Um, meeting Steve yeah. for the first time was cool. Um. Ray, he was a cool guy. Um, he does his YouTube channel. We put all the links and stuff for in the show notes in episode 70. So check all their stuff out. Um, but yeah, man, uh, I had a really good time. So next year, um, I think it'll be a little bigger, but at the same time, I think, um, I would like to get more, uh, visual, uh, like you said, um, whether yeah, well, it be, well, hopefully we're going to be more visual by next year too. Hopefully. Yeah. That'd be but, nice. Um, and as much as I loved Mission Brewery and I thought it was really nice and I loved how they had, um, geek themed, beers and cocktails and everything. Yeah, yeah. Um I would like to find something a little bit closer to Gaslight. Yeah, it was a little off the beaten path, but yeah, I, well, think... I mean it was about a mile walk, but on top of that it was like 90 degrees with right. 90% humidity. I think the I think the only the reason I like it there it is off the beaten path and it's not I think the audio quality would have been really bad that had we true. been had we been closer to Mich- to 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 the Gaslight. I think we would have been hard pressed to find a place that would have a, like a area like that, but we can look into it. I know a couple other places we could check yeah. out. So, but I, I really like, they were really easy to work with. So right. that was nice. So, all right, man. So anything else you want to talk about with that? No, I just, I had a really good time. Yeah. Um, it was, it was nice to meet, meet some fans and, uh, um, it was just really cool. Yeah. We've gotten some feedback already too, um, from that event, but if you check it out on Periscope or you listen to episode 70, let us know what you think. And if you're in the area and you want to be on the show, that's, that's your ticket. So, oh, absolutely. <laughs> so definitely come down and, and I won't, I won't have any trepidation about uh, taking out the mics next year because I'm ready. And you just staring at me awkwardly today. Okay. Let's move on. So <laughs> Star Wars, <laughs> pew, pew. We, we have the rest of the cantina to covers. Let's get to Star Wars. Pew, Hold pew, on. pew, pew, pew. I was raised to do one thing, but I've got nothing to fight for. Stand in our way. I will finish what you started. All right. So when we recorded last time, we were a day into celebration, I believe. Right. And we got a little bit. A little bit. There's. We talked about the uh, Rogue One featurette. Yes. Which was awesome. 
by the way, still not a Rogue One trailer released to this day. No, and there's a lot of, and I'm glad you mentioned that. There's a lot of flack that they showed a trailer. They did. They haven't released and it to the they public. They actually announced that they were going to release it the night before, and then they didn't. They didn't. And if you listen to episode 69, we talk about that. We're like, oh, maybe we'll tack on something, or we'll do it later, or whatever. We actually had friends over that night, yeah. and we kept checking social media, and it never showed up. Nope. Um, and to this day, we have nothing. So. I I like first of all, I wish they hadn't said they were going to. Right. Then I would have been fine. Yeah, I'd be fine. But they actually announced that they were gonna release it on the ABC special. And because there's stuff that is they they did the featurette though. Right. But they didn't do the trailer. But at and, the celebration they did both. Right. And I think I think people were expecting the trailer and I but I do, after going to San Diego Comic Con for five years, and I know there's exclusive content that's only shown out at the convention. And had they come out and said that, I think there'd be less flack in the community. Oh, absolutely. But people want that trailer, man. They do, especially since it was revealed that Darth Vader shows up at the end. Right. And anyway, so we didn't have, we didn't get a trailer, but we did talk about the okay, feature. Can you imagine if DC had done or Warner, you know, DC and Warner Brothers had done the Suicide Squad trailer that revealed Batman? Oh, right. And it just <laughs> you just heard that Batman was in it, and then never released, and then it. didn't do it. Yeah, I mean, and Star Wars fans are. Some very passionate and folks. jaded. <laughs> exactly. So uh, we love our peeps, of course. But um, so let's get into this. Uh, we have some stuff to cover from Star Wars Celebration and just general Star Wars news. Uh, let's try to let's go through this, dude. So did you see this article? You know, I saw I have not read it. Um, but, you know, I'm one of those. OK, the, first of all, we're talking about Dave, Fil- uh, Dave Filoni. Right. Has come out and defending and explaining midichlorines. Right. OK. I am one. Of, I'm, I'm. I'm sure I'm in the minority. Where even before the Darth Plagueis book, I didn't need defensive midichlorians because I actually like the concept. Yeah, I mean, to me, okay. So there's two sides to this in my head. One, I'm. I love science, right? And I love the idea of like so, uh, an actual less mystical element to the force yeah, because that kind of me, explains the magic of it is because there's some science behind it isn't right. that science fiction it is <laughs> and you know i don't know if i've ever revealed this on 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 mike and i might get a little flag for it but oh I, you will i'm an agnostic atheist yeah right you've said that oh i have actually i don't said know. On maybe mike. anyways um and you know the fact that it was always kind of this virgin birth sort of thing right not like I just took it with a grain of salt. I'm like, okay, that's where they're going with it. Cool. But this, when there was like an explanation for it that goes away from that concept, it got a lot of flack, and I'm like, I'm okay with this. I, I actually really like it. And the fact, the fact that it's not like they just like threw it in there. You know, they said that Yoda had marks too, and they compared it to Yoda, and so it means in the even though it hadn't been there in lore, right. it's in there in the universe. Absolutely. And and so I'm just going to kind of read what he says here because I think this is uh, kind of brings – kind of like what I was saying about right. the science and, and really quick, after yeah. Plagueis, it, I was convinced. Yeah, and I I, I love the Plagueis stuff. Even anyway. though that's not canon, it's still – It's it, canon in my head, sir. All right, it is. So, it's um, a head canon. And Redna's going to hate that. It is canon in my head, Red. Okay, so for a long time I used, uh, I've used someone like Bruce Lee as an example. If he, 
he has, if you like, a lot of talent for martial arts or a very high midichlorian count. If I train in martial arts, can I learn martial arts? Yes, I can improve any midichlorian count in that discipline. Will I be as good as Bruce Lee? No, that's not my talent. We were always able to find real-world equivalencies to Star Wars to make comparisons that make it feel like it's a real thing. Okay, I just fell in love with Dave Filoni a little bit more. Isn't that a cool for comparison? It is, but for one specific reason. Why is that? There is a really, really cheesy 80s movie that I love. Okay. Right? Put out by Motown called Barry Gordy's The Last Dragon. Right? And if you haven't seen it. I know what you're talking about. Watch it. Right? Yeah. And it's about this. I've heard of it. I've never seen it. It's about this this pizza delivery guy from Harlem. And uh, he loves the 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 karate right, right. you know kung fu and and uh i know those aren't the same i'm gonna get flack but regard he loves martial arts <laughs> and he has a, a villain in there called Shonuff, the shogun of harlem i love that i love but that. it talks about how bruce lee has what's called the glow and you can make your whole body glow it's right. like the same concept but this is 30 years ago. yeah exactly i love it That's awesome. i bet you i bet you so you know i'm gonna tweet dave Filoni today <laughs> and ask him do you like The Last Dragon? He will reference it, I guarantee you. But it's also like, I mean, but that is something that is uh, evident in a lot of fiction fantasy, right? That is power-based. For example, Dragon Ball Z. Same exact thing, right? If you've never seen Dragon Ball Z, when they power up, they just, they glow. They get all hyped up. It takes them a while to build it up. But they train and they train and they train and they get more powerful and more powerful. Of course, they have an affinity for it in the beginning, but... The real one of the reasons I love Dragon Ball Z is when they like level up basically and they go to that next level. It is unbelievable how powerful they can become with that much focus and precision. And right? you know, it's just like in Harry Potter. You know, you've got right. squibs and and uh, muggles, muggles and wizards, and like you are born with some skill, right? But some train. of it's inherent, but then right. you can increase it, right? Exactly. And you know. I play with some of that in the book I wrote, too, but I'm not, I'm not trying to plug my own stuff. It's not even published. Okay, so um, <laughs> Harrison Ford could have been killed in Star Wars accident, according to a court prosecutor. I don't know why I brought this up. I put this in here for fun. Can't you be kind of killed doing a lot of things? Um. Yeah. So I don't know what the point of the story is. I didn't. Well, no, it. it's just that this is the court was suing the safety company that was oh, in charge yeah. of it. So, of course, the prosecutor is going to be, he could have been killed. Of course he could have been killed. <laughs> I could have been killed driving from the store Dude, just now, but I wasn't. his age, you break any bone, you can die. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. He's 75 years old. Yeah. Anyway. Um, all right. Let's get to the big one. Okay. Thrawn! <laughs> You're ridiculous. Okay. So I put this in here. Um, Thrawn is going to be a novel. Again. Yes. And two, two novels. And the reason it's going to be novels again by Timothy Zahn is because we got a huge reveal, in, which we haven't talked about together, you and I, just uh, us, but in episode 70, we talked right. about it quite a bit. Uh, so we're not going to rehash everything. I kind of said my piece there, but um, in the Star Wars Rebels Season 3 trailer... Which was epic, by the way. Which was, if you have not seen it, uh, what is wrong with you? Stop this recording right now and go and watch it and then come back, because you'll know what I'm saying. If you're a Thrawn fan, if you're a Timothy Zahn fan like I am... Those books, for me, are my favorite Star Wars can hands They down. were the first ones I ever read. Yeah. No, that's not true. The first one I ever read was, was uh, uh, what was the one that took place right after Jedi? No, no, I read a bunch of them, dude. Can I, can I keep going? Yeah, go. All right. So, um, <laughs> Timothy Zahn's books uh, were the ones, were the first ones I read, EU-wise. It actually, that catapulted me 
through the EU like crazy. Any single thing, I've said this before on Audible, audibletry.com slash usual podcast. If you want any of his books for free, they're all on there. Um, check it out. That was the reason I just, I started consuming audible audio books from the eu anything that was unabridged on audible i've listened to and that got me to bane that got me to everything that is now kind of leaked into what is now canon bane has been mentioned in the clone wars we have now grand admiral thrawn coming into my one of my favorite shows star wars rebels and i cannot wait but anyway now that he's back timothy zahn's gonna be doing two novels um the first one is just called thrawn and there, we have a link to a Q&A with him. Um, he's obviously very excited to come back and write Thrawn again. Right. Um, so I, the moment this book comes out, I will be listening to it. And I will not stop till I'm done. That's my, that's my pledge. And you have stopped, you have not talked to me since you trying to figure out this book, which is great. So now I'm going to experiment with one side podcast. So uh, here we are. Moving on. Star Wars Rogue One. Do you have anything else you want to say about Timothy Zahn books before we move on? Uh, no, I'm, oh, so for, you know, at Comic-Con, we actually saw the artwork. Yeah. Okay. So let's get to the next thing here. We have some Rogue One news. Yes. Lots of it. And first of all, there were some reveals, uh, character wise and set wise at Star, at San Diego Comic-Con. We took a ton of pictures of it. One of the ones is, uh, Edrio Two Tubes was revealed at Comic-Con. That was so cool. That was the coolest thing, dude. I have like 20 pictures of it. Um, and you can see him online. We have a link in the show notes. Um, that's going to be badass. Yes. A uh, quick interjection. The book was Trusa Bercura. Okay. We'll say it now. I just did. Okay. So are we good? We're good. Truce of what? Truce at Bercura yeah. by Kathy uh, Tires. I never read that one. Anywho. Uh, so Rogue One director Gareth Edwards found Darth Vader's reveal shot on accident. Did you see this? Yeah. I saw the, the headline, but I didn't see the article. Yeah. I, I don't. It, I mean, it's just, it's had to have been found in the editing bay. Yeah, for sure. So he says, um, at the very end of the trailer, um, you hear the, the telltale breath of everyone's favorite Sith Lord, of course. He said, that was born out of all the experimenting we were talking about. You don't go, I want this. This is the shot I want. They built the whole set, blah, blah, blah. Oh, there's an F-bomb there. So as we were filming, we're like, go down, go down, just playing around. And this ha- and these things happen if you wouldn't have asked for. Um, it was a great example of it. I would never pick that shot. But then... It's in front of you, and then you get excited about something, and it's such an and it's such an iconic thing. So that's cool. That was pretty cool. So Jada, the planet where um, the blind guy Donnie Yen, <laughs> Donnie Yen. Yeah, we got that. Uh, the his character in Rogue One is kind of like a mystical being. We don't know if he's force sensitive or if he's just. This actually plays on the whole midichlorian thing. Is he a Jedi? Is he a a Sith? Is he just oh, affinity to the Force? Okay, but he lives on this planet called Jada. Uh, J E, uh, D H A. Right. And, uh, um, they've come out and said that that is basically like the mecca of Star Wars. Wow. So it's basically like the planet that, like in old Republic times, I'm guessing it would be like Tython. Oh, I got you. Or Korriban. Yeah. But this is like for just all, not oh, Jedi. It's all force sensitive. All types of force sensitives, whether, and not just Jedi. Right. Right. Exactly. So people it's, experimenting it's, with the force kind of. Exactly. Or just people that feel drawn to it. I see. Um, okay. But it's kind of like the, the, the planet that they go to, like, you know, the, the pilgrimage to Mecca or, you know, Canterbury. Right. I think this is interesting. It says it came from the fact that our era, um, our film is set in, in theory, doesn't have any Jedi. 
Edwards explains that the idea of having a Star Wars film that doesn't talk about the Force, or if you look at what George Lucas was great at, although he has a story about one thing, he is implying a million other things in the background, and obviously our film is abusing that um, and telling a story within those background things, right. um, which I think is pretty cool. So that's awesome, dude. Yeah, I, so I, I, I love think it's that a very concept. cool kind of concept. Absolutely. All right, man. So uh, this one we talked about a couple weeks ago. It looks like even Kathleen Kennedy said they're still talking about it, but it looks like right now that the uh, anthology films won't have opening crawls. You know, and I'm okay with this because when I was I was a little upset that Rogue One wouldn't, but if it was just Rogue One, then I would be understand. But if it's just the if it's all the anthology films, right? All the Star Wars stories. Um, then I'm okay with it because it's not singling them out for not having it's singling the saga for right. having it. Right. So, you know, and I'm fine with that. I just didn't, I was a little upset that maybe just this one, because it was so close to the other one, right. wasn't going to have it. But you're right. Wouldn't I'd, it be funny if it ends up being a, a left, a right to left scroll? What the hell, dude? <laughs> this blew my mind. <laughs> and then they pan sideways know, instead of right? up or down in the first shot. Uh, moving on. Power geeks. Okay, so Star Wars Episode Eight. Okay, really quick, <laughs> really quick, because usually the first shot you have you usually see is in space because it's the easiest one yeah. to do uh, a cutscene with. Um, and you usually see like a superstar destroyer or whatever. Right. I saw on Pinterest and I and I posted it to Pinterest where somebody uh, overlaid a a superstar class a super class star destroyer mm-hmm. uh, overlaid the planet the island of Manhattan. And it turns out they're about the same length. Oh, really? It's hilarious. That's pretty cool. All right. So next story. Star Wars Episode Eight and Rogue One directors swapped cameos in their films, which I love. Yeah, which is very cool. Yeah. I think that's I mean, because they're, they're filming at the same time. Yeah. I they're in different places, but they're both in the UK. Yeah. And I'm just going to leave that as it is. I think it's cool. Yeah. We'll all find out what they did later. Um, okay. So that's a wrap. Star Wars Episode Eight is done. It is done. As of this last week, it is officially done with principal photography. Yeah. Uh, we might have to go back for reshoots, just like they did on Rogue One. Which, so don't get all up in arms about that. Right. It, 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 this is just going back <laughs> to talking thing. to the listeners. If, yeah, seriously. If anybody has the money to do reshoots, they're going to do reshoots. Yeah. Why would you not? Exactly. <laughs> um, it's like, uh, I, I finished my book, but should I take a third pass on it and editing? Nah. Nah. It can't be any better than this, right? I know, right? Of course it can. Exactly. That's what revision is about. All right. So what we know about Star Wars Episode Eight and Han Solo, I, I'm not going to talk about this article. This was on Nerdist. Um, this was basically a compilation of what they have figured out after celebration. Right. Um, and I'm going to leave that as it is because I would like to know as little as possible. I concur. And, um, but I, I wanted to at least acknowledge that people are out there doing these things. So if that's your thing and we've talked, we've done this before. Right. Um, you know, nobody's come back to us and say, you stop talking about articles and not, you know, we put the link. If you want to see it, then go, go check it out. Absolutely. It's no big deal. Um, also at Star Wars Celebration, obviously the name that nobody can seem to pronounce, Alden Ehrenreich. Alden Ehrenreich. Ehrenreich. Uh, he's confirmed now as Han Solo, and I guess he came out on the stage, and yep. so that's pretty cool. And um, <laughs> apparently they're planning a Han Solo trilogy. How do you feel about this? Because I have five minutes, so tell me. Um, <laughs> everything's dude. Freaking Tetris is a trilogy now. Don't get me started on that. So that, that's just gonna make me angry. Don't talk about that. Everything's gonna be a trilogy, <laughs> but I think they have. To me, Han Solo makes the most sense if they're going to do one of the characters as a because he's been around before what the I whole don't event. Get is why but, announce it as a trilogy? Just make the films. Yeah, but you because know, you're kind of because you're kind of backing yourself into a corner here. Where okay, well, we have to do three films. What if you find out on the third one that it actually makes more sense to veer off it to be more Boba Fett? 
Yeah, and what if it what if nobody likes the first one? Right. So then there's that. But I don't know, man. I I have to assume they're really they're really happy with the story they have and they 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 know and this is going to be all characters. This is going to be right. the people in his world. Uh, you know, it's going to be Lando. It's going to be Chewie. It's going to be, I feel like they're going to be able to go like the EU did, um, with some of these Han Solo stories, um, and continue on. I don't know if they're going to bring Leia into adventure or what they're going to do, but I, I, the potential is here for, for more than three films, but it depends on how, how well people received old Alden Eric. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. but we'll, we'll see how it goes, but. I don't know. I'm not super upset about it. I I'm like, well, duh. They're probably going to do it if they think they have a good story. Um, but I I'd like to see this is this is the film, and I listen to a lot of Star Wars podcasts. This is the film no one's excited about. This is the one that everybody's kind of like, they're gonna butcher it. The why are they doing this? I think they should have left it. They shouldn't do this. They you know. So there's a lot of that going on in the community right now. But dude, if we can see the the the, the quintessential scene of him being in the spice mines and saving Chewbacca, oh, man. and he's still got the navy pants on because he's escaped the Imperial Navy, I'm in. Yeah, <laughs> I'm in as much as I like seeing Wedge and as an Imperial Tie Fighter. Oh my god, <laughs> that was a Rebels reference, by the way. Um, yeah, no, I'm. I love the fact that we're at this place now where the story group feels they can do this. I worry. <laughs> as everybody else does a little bit but i think it's gonna be good cool okay so uh on the rebels dude um yeah there's some really cool <laughs> rebel news that came out of i mean you have thrawn um but it looks like uh, they have a little hint of what's going to happen in season three um and it looks like the first one is going to challenge the jedis and the audience's understanding of the force which i'm all right with yeah which you kind of have a hint of at the end i mean in spoilers obviously but yeah. with ezra kind of i mean not knowing what's going on with with uh um with maul no with uh ahsoka kanan thank you <laughs> i'll just keep saying names <laughs> with kanan or ahsoka <laughs> and uh in kind of being under the tutelage of maul yeah um yeah you really don't know where it's gonna go well what i kind of liked about what we got from rebels from celebration was the fact that Maul's gonna be around and yes. it seems like Maul's gonna be around when kanan's around so that situation is gonna be kind of I think that's going to be more awkward than the Rex situation from season two. Yeah. What I really want is to know if, um, uh, if Maul and Kanan and Ezra are going to be around for Rogue One. Oh, God. Do you realize I will never stop watching that movie if that's the or case? Or the Han Solo movies. <laughs> Do you realize I will, mm, I will buy that movie and I will never stop watching. No, you'll have it on a loop. <laughs> It'll be what you show the first day of school for class. It'll be like early college and the Big Lebowski. Where yeah, like exactly. I just had that VHS playing at all times. Yep. Um, anyway, well, not only that, but it's also finally going to explore Sabine's Mandalorian past, and and that excites me because that's one of the things. Um, we did get some of Zeb's backstory. Um, we got a little bit of of Sabine with when they ran across one of her sisters. Yes, but, not sisters, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, but. She's one of the most more intriguing characters. And, she is, and she's the one that's cosplayed more than anyone. Right. And we don't have any novelization to really, nope. you know, dictate, you know, uh, uh, you know, roadmap her background or anything like that. And so I'm, I'm really excited to see them kind of dive into that. So yeah. What, what's amazing is she's obviously, uh, uh, clamped onto the, the ghost crew as her new clan. Right. But it takes a lot for a Mandalorian to leave a clan or to be kicked out of a clan besides death. For sure. And, um, so yeah, um, Sabine, 
my kids love Sabine. Um, she's one of the, I mean, and I'm very interested now that we're talking about this to see the relationship between her and Ezra now that he's going through some of his changes. Obviously, he's becoming more mature, more mature. He's getting older, but at the same time, this, this, um, hint of the dark side in him since about halfway through season two. So um, I think that's going to be really exciting to see how that relationship kind of matures as well, because they were the closest because they were the closest in age. Yeah. She was still a little bit older. She was, it's, I mean, it's, I don't know if it's quite as, as drastic as Padme and Anakin. No, it's not that because, and and it's funny how you said that is because um, I picked up some young adult books, chapter books um, while we were in Comic-Con. Right. And one of them was called Droids in Distress. And we know that episode right. is early on um, season. I think it's the second, season, the second episode of season yeah, one. Yeah, season one. And, you know, you get, you know, the cameo between R2 right. and C-3PO. But actually the first chapter is from Ezra's perspective. I literally just read this five minutes ago to my kids before they went to bed. And he says... He points out there's a, a girl in Mandalorian armor, not much older than him. Okay. So in my head, that's three, three or four years, four years yeah. something like that. I mean, not like, well, and he's what, was what, it 12 years, 10 years like, between Anakin yeah, and, and he's him? early teens, right? Yeah. No. And, and I heard this on another show and I don't know. Maybe it was on. Yeah. It was another show. I think it might have been far, far away radio, which I haven't listened to in a while, but I did the other day. They were talking about it. And I think. They were saying on the Star Wars wiki page, they're saying Kanan's 19 now. So, okay. not Kanan, uh, Ezra, Ezra is 19 now. So, I don't know if that's accurate or not, but he's at least getting later teens by now. Yeah, well, I mean, it's obviously been a few years since exactly they picked him up. So, Cool. So, what do we got next? Uh, we've got some game news. Uh, looks like we've got some new details on EA Star Wars game. Yeah, so, okay. The other thing that came out of the EA... Uh, panel at, at oh, this uh, is the, uh, the rpg game right yeah this is the one and they don't give much detail <laughs> of course not they don't, they don't really give any details still no name um this is basically what's taking the place of the 1313 game that they were doing right yeah we're assuming right um, the, the, at least a production slot yeah so here we are um and we still don't know much about it we know it's going to be a an adventure game they talk about story um which actually was kind of interesting one of the other shows i was listening to um, was saying that because they were watching it live and right. they were basically saying that she got up there right before James Olin did and she was like, oh, we're going to tell a Star Wars story and story and all this stuff. And right. Olin's like, that's, that's what we do. Lord Thunder. <laughs> that's like kind of what we do. So uh, we don't know much about it. Um, And I don't think, uh, let's see if we got anything new. They're working very hard on it, she said. It's critical that we um that we have this really close collaborative relationship with Lucasfilm um blah 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 you know it's funny you just said it there that she said it, but also bioware says all the time everyone's yeah. look, working very hard on it i would love for a design lead to come out and say <laughs> you know what everyone's kind of been slack now we're half-assing this exactly you know <laughs> story's there but you know the visuals are kind of lame <laughs> right and i wasn't familiar with this woman um her name is amy henning Hen- uh hennig and she's a writer and video game visionary um is how they tout this um, she made a surprise, a surprise appearance at the EA Star Wars video games panel, and she revealed two seconds of footage and a couple uh, pieces of concept art. Um, and this is the game, obviously, Visual Studios, and um, that they revealed last uh, earlier in the year at E3. Right. So it's a third-person action-adventure game set in an unknown period of Empire's Reign. And again, that's kind of all we have. <laughs> They've been working really hard on it. 
And so the it's basically story the involved. same sort of engine as, as uh, KOTOR. I think it is. I don't think it's It's actually probably, I'm guessing, Frostbite engine. Because that's what most of the, these kind of games are now. But um, that's just a guess. Right. So, all right. So we don't have anything new. There's this piece of concept art. looks kind of badass. but It does look really cool. I'm excited. I just don't know anything about it. So it's yes. kind of, you know, it is what it is. Word. And then we got this... Um, <sighs> I don't even know if I want to cover this. This is, I think this is what we were talking about the other day. Yeah. We talked about this after, uh, after E3. We did. Okay. So there was, again, there was some trials on the, um, with the VR thing. Right. That, that, that they were talking about too, that we've talked about before. It's called trials on Tatooine VR experience. And, um, essentially I've heard this on another show. They were talking about it was like from Vader's perspective, but this might be a different thing. I don't know anything about it. Oh, this is the lightsaber one. This is the one where you can go around with a lightsaber um, and do stuff. Cool. So, I don't know. I think it might be the same. I don't know enough about it. Um, but, you know, here we are. We didn't get to go to freaking celebrations. So. Hate you, Jess. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Battlefront news. Um, Star Wars Battlefront announced a skirmish mode and a Death Star uh, a DLC coming. And there, I wonder if you can you can run with your blaster up and go ah like Han does when he's running around. That's all. Star. I mean, that's all I want to do. That's all I want to <laughs> do. Honestly, okay, I wonder. I wonder <laughs> if there's going to be a specific trash shoot that you can shoot open and go down uh, into the trash. That'd be bank. amazing. Um. So yeah, I mean, it's still not a story campaign, but you know, skirmish mode is going to be. Let's see, uh, new mode called Skirmish, which is the game's uh, first offline mode. You can play by yourself with bots or with a friend via couch uh, co-op, and this new mode will work with both Walker Assault and Fighter Squadron. So, well, that's cool. At least you don't have to be online. Yeah, but it's also still no story, but it is what it is. You know, it's funny. It's like we got SWOTOR over here with nothing but story. We right. got Battlefront <laughs> with nothing, anything but story. And we have an undisclosed game that is going to say about something about story. Um, so we have last bit of news as far as, uh, Battlefront is Rogue One. They're gonna, their last DLC is gonna be, uh, Scarif. Right. Cause this is the last one before they're gonna start working on Battlefront. 2. And that's directly from Rogue One. So. Right. I think that's gonna be cool. Uh, so merchandise, Star Wars fan vote finalists. <laughs> this is actually pretty interesting. So there was a vote to see what they wanted to see merchandise wise. Okay. Um, and. So, okay, so let me just get the premise here. It says, Hasbro announced the next round of voting in the Star Wars fan figure vote. As implied by the the name, I think so. The Star Wars fan figure vote gives fans an opportunity to help decide one of the next characters to be made part of the high-end Star Wars Black Series. Yeah, six-inch figures. Okay, Okay, cool. So, we have, after open nomination phase run on a myriad of Star Wars fan sites, six finalists have been named. Okay? And, (laughs) let's see. So... Let me find it. So the current nominees are Star Killer, Darth Vader's Secret Apprentice from Star Wars: The Force, uh, The Force Unleashed, That'd video games, cool. Captain Rex, right. obviously, obviously getting more traction because of uh, of uh, Rebels, right? And Jaina Solo, which I still don't know why we haven't done that yet. Well, because um, she's not officially canon now. Oh, well, look, here's the thing. Well, neither is Star Killer, to be honest. Don't, don't I mean, don't get me started. Uh, Dangar, the bounty hunter who appeared in Star Wars Episode Five. Dangar would be cool. And uh, Darth Talon, he's a Sith Lord from the Star Wars Legacy comic that is now uh, in the Star Wars Legends continuity. And, of course, Mara Jade. Everybody wants more Mara Jade. Of course. So the poll will be, and I have a link to the show notes here, the poll uh, will remain open until the beginning of Hasbro San Diego Comic-Con um, Star Wars panel, which already passed. 
<laughs> so actually, I wonder. It says yeah, I wonder. It's already been announced. Try to find it. Janice yeah. Solo and Janice Solo is the winner. Well, I'm actually so that's a little cool. surprised by that. I thought it'd be Mara Jade. No, I was hoping for Jane. Actually, I, she's one of my favorite characters from the. Well, EU. she's great because she's a X-wing Jedi. Yeah, she's badass, dude. Um, yeah, man. So I'm excited to see what that comes out to be. Cool. cool. Yeah, 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 cool. All right. So what is this? Okay, you gotta open this up. Somebody actually built a stormtrooper fence for their yard. Nifty. And it's pretty darn cool. Um, it's check that out. Oh, I want that. <laughs> it's a, it looks like it's a wrought iron fence, but it's all uh, white stormtrooper helmets lining up the entire thing on uh, green grass. It looks really cool. It's funny because that's almost like, <laughs> you know, a new take on a white picket fence. Exactly. <laughs> that's kind of badass. Today's episode of The Usual is brought to you by LootCrate.com. LootCrate is a monthly mystery crate that delivers the best in geek and gaming gear, from collectibles, apparel, tech gadgets, art, and other epic gear. It's like Comic-Con in a box, and everybody loves Comic-Con. So, for you, listeners of The Usual, you can get 10% off any new subscription at LootCrate.com. Enter the promo code BRIDGE10 to save 10%. So again, you can go to TryLootCrate.com slash The Usual and save 10% on your new subscription. That and enter bridge 10 to save 10 percent. thanks for listening all right cool so let's move on so we are getting out of this last sec our our star wars section and let's get to the roundup let's talk about our comic-con experience dude our convention <laughs> experience uh we've already touched on it the the, uh, the hotels and the the airports and uber and lyft made it a lot easier for sure for sure um i really enjoyed that it was really nice to get to see everybody um there's definitely some things i wish i had seen and i'm actually going to cover one later okay uh well actually it'll be in the universal usual one because uh, it has to do with the arrow panel that we left early on um but we left like five minutes early we what did, did we, miss? we missed something really cool oh nothing news wise but and and i would like it more than you so we'll get to all it. right let's, let's just say they busted out into song oh the, damn it we the entire it. panel all right well, um, that would have been cool so that was very <laughs> cool um i'm already looking forward to next year and every year you learn things that you know you want to do different for next year yeah um one of the things bef- while we're we're talking about it before we get to some of these items that came from from the convention itself uh one of the things we did different this year was we lined up to um get autographs yeah we have never done that before and i didn't really realize how it went and we walked well it was for... a little different this year than normal because oh, okay. usually it was a you know you line up early you get in line for the for the booth right right this one they did uh, wristband drawings for individual signings at booths. Right. This is not the sales uh, 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 pavilion signings. These are signings through the booths. And these are the big ones where they have a lot of the cast lined up and right, people like just come through super squad, quick. Yeah. Wonder Woman. And so... It's we, assembly line signings. Yeah, and we were looking at trying to get, I mean, Pie in the Sky would have been Suicide Squad, obviously. Wonder Woman. Um, Wonder Woman, Fantastic Flash, Beach. Arrow... Fantastic Beasts, um, Legends of Tomorrow, Legends of Tomorrow. So those are our top ones. Uh, we ended up getting Frequency, <laughs> right? Which, based on a uh, Jim Caviezel, uh, Dennis Quaid movie um, that that um, uh, Garth Brooks did the soundtrack, uh, did the theme song for, almost almost ten years ago now, and it's um it's a good movie. I really enjoy it. Yeah. it's got Andre Browers in it. Um, mm-hmm. it basically, the whole premise is this kid. Um, who has a, a father who's a um, a fireman. Okay. Um, his father dies in a fire. 
But before that, he teaches him how to use this, like, ham radio. It turns out the the ham radio is uh, able to bounce off, like, sunspots or whatever. And he ends up catching a frequency that lets him talk to his dad in the past. Oh, that's because badass. Because now okay. he's, like, 30 years older. And so he's talking to his dad in the past, and there's this whole thing. And you find out that his dad was actually murdered and not whatever. And so they're trying to figure it out. Okay. Right? And so it's really, really cool. Um, no, that sounds so it's awesome. It's a really interesting premise. Um, and now is the show already going? No, it hasn't started yet. Oh, okay, okay. I don't think. Um, but I um, couldn't. I didn't know if it had already started or not, and I felt bad. Kind of. Well, go ahead and finish, right. and then we'll get. So, there. so the premise is the same for the show. Um, um, but it's got Mackay Pfeiffer in it, right? Um, it's got uh, Peyton List, who a lot of people would know as um the Snark sister in Legends of Tomorrow. Right. She was really nice. Uh, not Legends of Tomorrow, but uh, yeah, uh, um, Flash. Flash. Yep. Um, yeah, so she was really nice and, you know, really nice people. We, I really enjoyed meeting them. Yeah. And I didn't know a lot of them. I didn't know Mackay Pfeiffer, of course. Of course. Um, and I, I had seen her before, right. um, obviously because of Flash, but then I was so enamored after meeting Mackay Pfeiffer. I shook his hand a couple of times. Right. We chatted for a second because we were like last ones. Yeah. Because we were coming from somewhere else and we had like five minutes at the most to get through, get to there and through, and there. through the line. Um, and there was no line. So we actually got to spend, you know, half a yeah, minute. Well, they had actually already closed off the line. Yeah. And I just went through anyway. Yeah. We busted through and, uh, got, I actually got a picture, even though they said no cameras. I know. I, well, we were last. So I was yeah. like, hey, so before even anybody around them could say, like, hey, can I get, grab a picture? He's like, yeah. of course. No, like, I didn't care. Here's my phone. <laughs> yeah. He didn't care. Um, so we put that up on our Facebook page and stuff. It was cool meeting him. I, I like him a lot. And I, I, you know, I don't get to meet a lot of, uh, I guess I don't get to meet a lot of black people. Like, Right. Black actors and stuff like that. And so that was really cool for me. Um, so that was one of my high moments actually of, of awesome. the con. And yeah. it came unexpectedly because we got in this line. We were in that line for two and a half hours. Dude, we were starving. <laughs> and we had, by the time we got through and got the, pa- the, the, the wristbands, it was like noon. Right. And we had not eaten. We were starving. But anyway, then we went and had lunch and it was fine. But, um, but yeah, that was pretty cool. So next year I'd like to, you know, get there super early and, and see maybe we can get one of those big ones. So yeah, that would be very cool. Um, I'm just thinking next year you could have some Marvel signings possibly oh, yeah. like Captain Marvel, Black oh, yeah. Panther. Mm-hmm. That would be cool. I mean, it could be, we can, uh, we can have you meeting a lot of black people. Dr. Strange. It could be, well, Dr. Uh, Strange is already going to be released. Just saying. Cause that comes out in December, but, um, just saying you just let my whole black people joke go. No, I heard you. I like meeting black people. They're nice. <laughs> They're all right. We don't all look the same either. <laughs> um, okay, so moving on. Uh, so <laughs> awkward. Uh, Comic Con 2017 dates announced. So we'll come back to general stuff right. at the end here. But but this, of course, is something you all already want to start planning on your calendar. Yeah. So July 19th is preview night next year, which we better get tickets for. Which would be nice if we get a press pass, we get it. But um, because one but we'll thing see. actually, that's one of the things I wish I had caught was if we had tickets to preview night, be able to catch all the pilots. Yeah, that would have been cool. Um, and so it's basically July 19th through 23rd, Very basically cool. the same week as yeah, this same year. weekend. So, alrighty. Next we have, uh, Suicide Squad, uh, an article saying the Suicide, Suicide Squad had the most online buzz. Well, obviously, I mean, forget the fact that it's coming out next week. Um, but also that they had a huge panel, um, and a and, cast I and mean, the, I, the entire cast was there to sign autographs. That's including generate. Will Smith, Will Smith, <laughs> uh, um, Viola Davis. Jared Leto, yeah, Margot Robbie, Jai Courtney, they were all there. Yeah, so and I cannot wait for that movie. Um, I'm out of town when it comes out. I think, am I? Uh, the fifth. 
Yeah, I won't be back till the seventh. That's unfortunate. Am I gonna have to wait? So we're gonna go on the eighth. We're gonna go on the eighth. That's your first day of work. Well, I care. I'm just saying. We'll work till three fifteen. We'll go up for some. Good point. Moving on. I remember I've done this before. It's not my first year. Okay, so uh, what do we got? We have there's a link in here that says watch all the Comic Con movie trailers in one place. Um, I just have this link in here because I like most of the links I have in here are roundup stuff. Right. In case you want to catch some of the stuff. Just that, an overall. Exactly. Saison. Uh, uh, yeah. Of the entire yeah, nice. the entire. Uh, Con. We are going to, uh, if, you, if you want to catch more about the trailers, um, definitely go and follow our real reviews episode, which we'll be recording next week. Yeah. We'll go in depth on, you know, Kong and Godzilla and King Arthur and Fantastic Beasts and all those other ones. Indeed. And, uh, specifically about the ones, uh, about the universal, uh, universes. Uh, we're going to be recording the Universal Usual show soon too, and that will have all the ones from Marvel, oh, DC, Fox, all they did those. Wonder Woman and Justice League, and they have a new Suicide, Suicide Squad, Squad and everything else. Yeah. It was oh, it was phenomenal. They also released a Thor. They released a yeah. Spider Man. They released a ton of everything. It was a lot. Um, all right. So, what else do we have? Uh, Pokemon Go got moved to Hall H. Yeah, and it was they they moved it on to Sunday. And yeah. Chris Hardwick hosted the panel. It was huge, man. Huge. And basically as we were leaving San Diego, I was getting cuz I I I was getting the tweets, the right, updates. For Hall H and, and it was like Pokemon Go this, this, this. So we have there's a bunch of news that came from that. Just a real quick couple things um is that uh there's a link in here for the to watch the panel. But um, they're looking to add what they what they call Pokemon centers, which are places to like heal your Pokemon right. and stuff like that. Um, right, obviously, because in the in the cartoon they had the nurse. Exactly, and uh, there's also trading has been announced um, in the near future. They're going to be able to allow trading of Pokemon and stuff like that, which yeah, is pretty cool. Um, we are planning on doing a game centered uh, podcast sometime next week, right? Um, and there's a ton of Pokemon news that we'll go in more in depth on that. Uh, and we'll even tell you how you can specify how you want to evolve your Eevee because that has been announced. Oh, finally. That's been driving me crazy. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> pay attention for that, uh, that podcast next week. Damn Eevee. All right. So speaking of Hall H, real quick, um, one of the, I just highlighted one story. There were a couple others. Um, but Hall H line is massive and insane. And sometimes the people who endure it get greeted by celebrities. Yes. And who else but. Benedict Cumberbatch Dude, came out. Dude, he's such a man of the people. He is, man. He came out and surprised a bunch of lines in the Hall H line. So I th- a, a bunch of fans in the Hall H line. So I think I think that's awesome. There was a couple other ones like that too, donuts and stuff like yeah. that. But I, I just I like I like stuff like that. That makes me happy because um, those people, some of them, line up like midday the day before for a panel in the afternoon of the next well, day. <laughs> my friend Autumn, who actually right. made the trek, she just moved to Salt Lake City and uh, she made the trek down. Um, she, uh, actually, uh, I was talking to her about it because she went to the Game of Thrones, uh, th- that day. Oh, okay. She specifically wanted to see Vikings, but, um, they got in line the night before and they just took four hour shifts. Right. And that's the way to do it. If you have enough friends um, yeah, and exactly. you, and you all want to see something bad enough, yep. you get there, you get the wristbands and then you disperse and you do it in shifts. That's the way to yeah. do it. Um, all right. So let's, I have a couple other links in here. Um, these are from. Uh, comicbook.com. They did recaps for day two, three, and four. Um, and then another big one that just says all the news from the big show. But anyway, so, um, again, I just wanted to put these links in here. We're going to dive down into, um, more specifics, uh, as far as trailers and news, uh, specific to, cause we went, we actually went to the CW panels. 
which is we something did. we didn't Very say. Cool. And we saw what was it? Supergirl, Flash, Arrow, and Legends of Tomorrow. Yes. And we saw was it, we saw Legends, right? Yeah, and most of yeah. Grimm. And yeah, and and about half of Grimm. And so, to me, I love panels. I saw the Geek and Sundry panel, the Nerdist panel. Um, Hardwick caught like three Pokemon while he's up there. That he was did. pretty funny. Um, dude, I watched a, I watched a, I caught up on all of last week's at midnights, including yeah. the one that we got tickets for. Oh god! And he opened that show with catching, uh, catching po- Pokemon at the beginning. Um, but I, I love the panels, and let's talk. So those are the ones we saw on site. I don't think I saw any other ones well, outside of that. The Indigo Ballroom. That's what I said. That was Geek and Sundry and Nerds. Yeah. Yeah. So I saw those and then we lined up for Ballroom 20 and saw the CW ones. Yep. Um, offsite wise, you saw Preacher. I saw Preacher. I saw, uh, Colony, which is actually, a, it's a show that's just about to start its second season. That, that sold me. I've been wanting to check that I'm gonna out. I'm going to check that out because I like Josh Holloway, um, from, from Lost. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of cool because it deals with like the political ramifications of like an, like an invasion of some sort and you don't know quite what it is. For sure. Um, I saw Tony Hale, who I love. Uh, he played, um, uh, Buster in Arrested Development. Oh, I love that But character. I love him from Veep. He's great in V. See, and I haven't seen that, but such a funny show. Yeah. Um, we also saw Orphan Black again. We saw Orphan Black again. No Tatiana Maslany this time, but but we did, we see, did her. see her later on in the day. And so something else I wanted to mention is as far as offsite stuff, they had a stage called Comic Con HQ, and that was brand new as this year. Very cool. And it was right next to where we go pretty much for lunch every day at the, the Fox Sports uh, the Grill. Fox Sports Grill, the Hilton Hilton uh, next to the Convention Center. Shout out to Julie. Julie, what up? And then, so basically, <laughs> we were posted up at the bar, and I had been there the day before too. Right. And they just kept cycling through people like they did early on our first year, like just yeah. famous people every 15 minutes. Yeah. Well, the first year when they had the stage out there, we saw the Big Bang Theory. We saw, uh, we saw Smith and Smith, we saw, yeah. um, Community and all that yep. stuff. So this was cool. They had, um, Game of Thrones, the guy who plays the Onion Knight and Bran. Right. They were up there. And then, like, so every time stars came out, I would like run out, and then like where the patio ended at the at the that's restaurant. That's right where they walked by. So, so you got to see Nathan Fillion, Fillion and Tudic came by. Um, who else did we see out there? And then, of course, Orphan Black. Right, Ms. Lonnie was there, and we saw them come in. And then I also saw who did I see from that one? Oh, you saw uh, Jesse Quick from Legends. Yes, yes, or from Flash. From Flash, yeah, and um, yeah. So that was, I mean. It was, it's cool because, I mean, you're reminded that they're just people, but at the same time, they're famous people. Yeah. And it's and cool. They were giving out uh, free swag too. We got a couple of, uh, uh, sound, uh, oh, yeah, we got Bob the lithographs. Totally. So, um, overall, I think, uh, it was a really busy kind of whirlwind con for me this year. Like, yeah, we, we didn't, we saw yoga hosers too. We, oh, we, we didn't we, talk about that. How did I not even put that in real, in universal usuals? Well, well, I did. Oh, you did you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so we went and saw a, a premiere of Yoga Hosers, very, which was great, um, sort of. Um, we also saw Fat Man on Batman. We saw Hollywood <laughs> Babylon, and we so and that's a usual thing that we do is we go see Hollywood Babylon, which was awesome. They were at the American Comedy Club this year, which was a very more intimate setting. When we saw Fat Man on Batman, we we're right on the edge where they come in. They shook our hands, so I just reached my hand out, and by instinct, that's what people do. Yeah, right. They're not going to ignore yeah, us. Yeah, Bernard and Smith both shook our hands, <laughs> so that was. Cool. Uh, I liked it better because you could order food while yeah. you're there, and uh, they actually had, uh, it was uh, like long tables. And yeah, so it was cool, and like. When we went to uh, House of Blues, it's just seating. You're just seat, yeah. 
And so it's nice. You're sitting at a table. You're leaning on something. Uh, a server's come up to you, bringing you drinks. It was more relaxing. It was. It was really awesome. Um. So I enjoyed both those shows, from what I remember. Um. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna re-listen to them while I'm out camping. Next I already week. re-listened to Bible. Re-listened. I haven't. I haven't re-listened to them. I was gonna save them for when I'm out. Um. Off the grid. But. Um. Yeah, man. So, what else are we missing? What else did we do? We met some awesome people. Saw some crazy stuff. Um. Outside the panels and stuff. I don't know. Is there anything else we did that we were worth noting? We got some pizza. Oh, we ate so much pizza. Yeah, I felt terrible the last day. <laughs> Dropping back and then driving home and then picking up my kids and driving here. It was kind of gnarly. So what are we missing? Uh, like you know, missing we, we skipped Nerd HQ this year. We did. And I think that's worth noting. And I barely went to the Carnival. The only thing. I really the enjoyed Carnival. There's yeah. a couple things different about Carnival. You could definitely tell. Um, Geek and Sundry was involved with the theming and everything. And the right. overall running of it, but you know they took a step back. Of we did see Felicia Day's Q and A there. We did, which, which is, is very cool. Which was great. She um, didn't do a signing. As she we, didn't do a as signing, which is but what was kind of cool. They themed it like a camp, which I thought was kind of weird. But they did a little scavenger hunt where I mean, you know, as we both collect pins, right, right. We both collect pins, and so the thing where if you got in when when you got in there, they gave you a little map, and you had to go around to these different things and do things like sign up for sweepstakes. You know, oh, I wish I had, I wish I had done that because you and told they me would take that. and they would punch your thing and if you got a certain amount of punches you got a free pin right and so I got that um a lot of swag on the streets um not as much as normal but we, we okay so we skipped Nerd HQ we right. skipped the Hall of Faces oh which we had I, to it was so long to get and, in and I mean these people man what lined up maybe three four in the morning yeah and I talked to a couple people that actually waited all the way around and the they block. said it was actually not as good as they were hoping it would okay. be okay and and. I just, it just didn't make sense for me to stand out there all day. Right. <laughs> um, what else did we skip that we normally do? I think we, I think it's pretty much well, it. Well, we didn't talk about the convention floor. That was, I spent, yeah, you know, I had tickets for two days. I spent a total of maybe an hour and a half on the convention floor. Right. I really wish I could have spent more time. Um, because I do like to go up and down Artist Alley because they usually give out free cards, whatever. Yeah. Um, that's actually how I learned about like Acopolis. Yeah. Who I yeah. really like. He does, the really cool, um, like World War II style Star Wars propaganda posters. Oh, right, right. So I love those. No, and I'm, I'm the same way. I never found Arsenic Lullaby, that one artist I like that does the really dark comic strips. Right. Um, I just, I didn't get to spend as much time on the floor because we had the meetup, we had friends who didn't have tickets, and I just felt like when I finally got down there Sunday to shop, I only had about an hour. Yeah. And I was just trying to find stuff for the kids. I didn't even buy anything for myself this year, really. Yeah, neither um, did I. I was trying to buy – actually, you know, Skiing messaged me today. Right. He wanted to know those comics that I keep talking about, the the Ripley's and the – Right. You were looking that day. But. Yeah, I did. Dude, there was one that literally has a, a book value of like $4. Yeah. They were trying to get 25 for it. I'm like, yeah. no way. Yeah, that's too much. So um, I, I wish I could have spent more time on the floor. Um. I mean, by when we went to the signing for frequency, right. they were saying half hour till the. I know. I've like, never been on the floor where they where they did the announcement. Actually, yeah. Usually we're gone by then, but um, I, the floor was really crowded. Um, we went by some of the big booths. Um, the Star Wars booth was cool. We went by the tops thing. Yep. Um, and you know, we we talked about it earlier, but we saw the Rogue One costumes and stuff like that. But oh, um, we saw the Suicide Squad and Wonder Woman costume. Yep, that was cool. Uh saw the Captain America statue. I took a couple pictures. Of the, I meant to sh- see, send I didn't you that. See that. 
I meant to send you the picture for the Superman one that I saw, the Superman statue. Yeah, well, I took a picture of that. Outside. Oh, you did? Okay. Because yeah, we walked past that one. I didn't see this, the Captain one because those was at the Marvel. I saw movie. it from afar. Yeah, yeah, I didn't see that one. Um, I got a picture of it, and I, and I have it uh, posted to Universal Usual, so we'll talk about that. Totally. Um, but other than that, man, I mean, uh, I just kind of went by the bigger booths, and we did the signing and stuff. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was a very whirlwind kind of... Uh, uh, con floor, but it was busy. It was it really, was a busy really con. busy. Yeah, uh, and it's just gonna get busier, which is kind of crazy. So should we wrap this up? We should. All right, man. So I had a great con. I can't wait till next year. Um, and we'll do another meetup, and we'll do all that. And um, can't and anybody who we talked to that we're forgetting, which I think we mentioned out mentioned everybody. Yeah. Um, it was great meeting you guys, and and we'll see you next year, maybe. So absolutely cool. So, um, do you want to do these other ones here? We yeah, really quick. Uh, pay attention to our upcoming shows. Real Reviews is going to have a lot of trailers, including Godzilla, Triple X Three, Lego Batman, Kong, Snowden, and more. Uh, we're going to do a one shot pretty soon. Um, I'm going off the grid, as I said, and I'm taking a whole bunch of comics with me, hoping to catch up. I'm gonna, we're going to do some uh, what Post Civil War Two, Jessica Jones, Deadpool. Uh, Death of X, uh, Constantine, Rebirth, maybe, um, all these things, Harvey Awards and more. I don't know. I, that's a lot of stuff. Not even on my list. So, I'm and then, excited. uh, uh, Universal, uh, which we're going to record this week. We're going to talk about the Berlanti verse, of course, Marvel and all their releases at, uh, San Diego Comic Con, the DCEU and the, all their releases, uh, all the news we got from Smodco. Yep. And, uh, also, uh, there's some news from Disney and Fox that came out of uh, Comic Con. Indeed. So let's wrap this one up and get out of here. So thanks again for tuning in to the usual podcast. If you have comments or questions, you can find us at usualpodcast.com. Email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com. And we are on Facebook, Google Plus, Pinterest, Instagram, and Swilter Network. I am at Darth Pops on Twitter. Will is at IMO Griggs. We're on iTunes and Stitcher Radio and Google Play. So please take the time, give us positive ratings and share us and like us and all those things. If you want to give us a buck or two an episode, help us out anyway. Patreon.com slash usual podcast. If you give us at least $1 uh, an episode, we will give you a uh, sneak peek to our episodes at least one or two days early when I'm done editing them and a connection to our blooper Dropbox. You will see what it's like in the minds of our uh, our madness. Oh, by the gods. Anyway, the stuff I have to edit out is basically what's there, um, which is kind of a lot sometimes. <laughs> Moving on. Um, also, audibletrial.com slash usual podcast is some amazing books out there. If you want to get into Thrawn, now's your time. Get it on us for free. Yes. So do that. And again, audibletrial.com slash usual podcast. Your first book is free. So thanks again. Anything else, my friend? Nope, that's it. All right. Have a fun. Yeah, have a fun. We'll see you next week. <laughs>